This is Maddie Rempe from Cleveland, Ohio, and you're listening to Barbecue Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me! Fine, how's it going? We have a great show, I'm a big fan. Boing. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? We ate two feet before we learned. So listen, Lavernius, shit face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach to eat. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. All right, just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard. It's the Barbecue Central Show, and we talk about all the most important things in the barbecue and grilling industry. It happens each week. We're live Tuesdays from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern, recording, as always, for podcast later. First hour will be up in about an hour and 55 minutes from now, and the second hour will be on Thursday. Don't forget... You can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Snappy Snaps at BBQ Central Show. Slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch for live video feeds. Also over at slash RD Rempy on YouTube. We are also live on Clubhouse. So if you have a question for my second hour guests and you want to use clubhouse do that because the phone number is worthless we're going to be taking that away as we turn into 2022 but uh, clubhouse is a good way to interact good sound quality which is what i really care about and easy way to get in and out so if you want to ask any of the guests coming up i am happy to include you via clubhouse still to come on the show this evening Susie bullock from hay grill hay will be joining me in about 13 minutes from now and then we will close it out with Nick Bauer, the president and owner of Primo Grills. Don't forget, you can get an ad-free podcast experience through patreon.com slash Show, Or if you're an Apple Podcast user, you can subscribe to ad-free podcast right there as you subscribe to the show. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less this coming Friday, episode 203 from November 18th. 2014, taking you back. Did you know what this time of year means to many of you? Thanksgiving? No. Almost Christmas? No. Vacation time from work. That has to be it. No. Indeed. The McRib is back, and it is time to cram as many of those vile sandos into your mouth before McDonald's rips them off the menu again, leaving you huddled in a corner trying to figure out what the next time you're going to be able to get your hands on one of those is going to be. And in this episode, I bring you back to an exceptionally great anti-McRib rant I did back then. Now, while my stance on this nonsense hasn't softened in the past seven years or 20 years, really. 
I will say this. If you find those pieces of crap to be exceptionally delish, then eat all of them that you want. I can't keep you from eating McPoop after all. Your happiness is what I care the most about. Even though you must hate yourself and me, I will love you no matter what. So you just go ahead and eat those McRib sandwiches all you want. I'm going to love you just as much. It's not going to matter. I mean, I might love you a little less, but I'm still going to love you no matter what. And don't forget, if you want to hear a guest or a segment again that you've heard on the show before in years past, then please email John, J-O-N, at thebbqcentralshow.com, and he will do his best to meet your expectation. And then, of course, we have this comment in coming from Jason Pettis. I hear the McRib is made of Bubba Burger. No. Jason, if you ever watched the YouTube video of how McRib is made, you would know that 95% of the McRib is made with pork picnic. I'm not arguing the fact that the McRib isn't made of pork. It is. I've watched the video. I've seen those two guys that were filming themselves being such harsh critics of the McRib, and what is it made out of? We think it's made out of sponges. And then the guys from McDonald's corral them off the street and throw them into the McRib factory. And they're using a load of pork picnics. And they take them through the whole process. You can go on YouTube and find it. It's quite entertaining to watch. So I will say that while it is probably made with 0.0 ribs. It's definitely made with pork and it's pressed into a form and that's the McRib. And the things that I find most irritating about the McRib aren't necessarily the fact that it's called like McRib and it's not made out of rib. They put slivered onions on it. Gross. And while I'm a huge fan, one of the most Wonderful condiments or side dishes. I don't even know what it falls under. Maybe Susie can answer that when we get to her here in a few minutes. I don't, there's probably no bigger fan of pickles than me and any pickle. I'm not a huge fan of that bread and butter pickle so much. I mean, if I have to eat it, I'll eat it. But any other pickle, I'm down for. But man, that, on top of that sandwich, that's two things that are weird. Slivered onions on top of ribs. Riv, gross onions gross in general but slivered onions on top of that and then the pickles like I can get down with the two or three pickle slices at the chicken filet but not on the McRib that's gross so stay tuned for episode 203 coming out this Friday email from Mickey in Georgia Greg, where do we find these guests on the show? Sorry, where do you find these guests on the show? That Will Ford interview was so good, I can't believe it. I have often thought about crowdfunding for projects, but once I start heading down that road, I become overwhelmed and never follow through. To hear what Launch Boom can do for someone like me gets me really pumped up. $15,000 to see if we can fail fast and fail cheap sounds like a lot of money, but it's really not. Thank you for having him on and talking about this. Regards, Mickey. Mickey, thank you for writing in. Of course, yes. Now, 
while I would love to sit here and take credit for sourcing Will Ford, I cannot in good faith do that. My pal Sean Walchef from Cali Comfort Barbecue interviewed him on his Digital Hospitality podcast originally and then had him on a corresponding clubhouse a week or so later after that podcast had been released. And that's where I was introduced to Will Ford was through that clubhouse event. And I thought, wow, I didn't even know there were agencies out there that handle these crowdfunding things. Ted Conrad seemed to know all about it, seemed to know that some people were getting hosed on this. But it didn't sound like Will was trying to get anybody hosed. And if you have 15 grand to try and vet out your product through test boom, as he called it, enabling you potentially to get the launch boom, and then once you're fully funded after day one, getting you into that other, the last boom that I can't think of. Was it commerce boom or what the hell was it called? Damn it, I can't remember. There was a lot of booms going on last week. But you're right, Mickey. I mean, this is this is perfectly it. If you don't have a lot of business equity, if you don't have a lot of accounts receivables to go get your anchor loan on or whatever you might get otherwise, you don't have receivables to go off of to get a loan, or you don't want to get a loan, go crowdfund. As Will said, If people buy into the concept, they are happy to give you their money. And on top of that, in advance, right? This product isn't even made yet. This is just the thought. You have some mock-ups. You have some drawings. You're selling the idea. People are buying into it. They're happily giving you their money. They're happily waiting to get it. And as we've seen through some other projects that aren't related to LaunchBoom, they have been, A, very successful to the tune of millions of dollars of funding, and they have been really freaking slow on rollout and production. So imagine being able to meet market expectation, delivering when you should or perhaps in, adv- in advance of that, and then being able to turn a whole career on crowdfunding, never have to go to the bank again, always go to your marketing or go to your customer base and ask them for the money to fund you. Why not? Always better to use somebody else's money than your own. That's what I say. That's what I teach my gals in this house. I say, gals, why would you use your own money when you could use somebody else's money to figure this or that out? Don't use your money to buy dinner. Use that guy's money over there. Come on. Come on, ladies. All right. Susie Bullock is in the green room. She's ready to rock and roll. I will talk to you quickly about Primo Grill, and we'll be talking with Nick Bauer after Susie, believe it or not. What do we love about ceramic cookers? We love that they're fuel efficient. We love that you can achieve low and slow temperatures for traditional barbecue meats. We also love that they can get rip-roaring hot to do high-temperature grilling of steaks and other thin cuts. But what's missing in the everyday lineup of ceramic cookers? The real ability to do true zone, uh, true two-zone cooking. Two-zone cooking, very important to both professionals and backyard cooks alike. The best way to manage a fire and cook with confidence. However, getting a two-zone fire in a round ceramic cooker, not very realistic. Why? Because it's round. Enter Primo Grills and their game-changing oval design. The shape gives you the ability to execute two-zone setup that you desire. It also gives you the other ceramic grill benefits as well. Really, when you break it down, there's over 60 ways to cook on this thing. 
so you're only limited by your culinary imagination. Now, things that we know that were released this year, the revamped lift hinge on the lid, you have the air dampers on the top and the bottom, there's the Primo Grill rotisserie turning out great food, including everybody's favorite chicken wings. And a little bit later this evening, we're going to learn about all the other accessories that are literally coming off the boat as we speak. Here's the bottom line. Best ceramics in the biz. Yes, patented technology, of course. True two-zone cooking capabilities. And multiple sizes. Yes and yes. If you just have to have a round Primo, they have those. But really, consider the oval. Be a trendsetter. Don't be like everybody else going, oh, I have a chair, I have a chair. I have a chair. I have Don't a do chair. that. Get the oval. Visit primogrill.com. Find a dealer near you. Get educated and buy the size that fits you best. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Who's ready for a Primo? I'm ready for a Primo. Nick Bauer, ready for a Primo. In about 25 minutes from now, primogrill.com, the website. And we are back with Susie Bullock from Hey Grill Hey right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Yeah, that's right. I'm laying down those vocals. Well, if the first hour wasn't giveaway worthy enough, we have a giveaway in the second hour brought to you by me. Actually, my wife. She bought two of these, one for me and one to give away to you last year, but I forgot. Uh But we found it this year getting ready for the holidays over the past weekend. And here it is. It's a uh, Christmas tree smoker ornament. Retailing it. $13.99 from Craniacs in Sharon, Pennsylvania. Sure to be a gift that you will uh, ornament, you will keep for generations to come and pass down to the next live fire cook in your family. Right here, you have the wood main cooking chamber handle and you have the firebox handle as well. I'm sure it's cool to the touch. So if you would like that for your tree, send me an email and in the subject line, put ornament and you have to spell it right or it doesn't count ornament in the subject line and you can get this ever popular one of two smoker from the barbecue central show christmas tree ornament good luck howard stern jim rome dan patrick and greg rampy the mountain rushmore of talk show entertainment Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. And this portion being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker. We just had Amber Glanville on last segment. The most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet. Currently available in three sizes. Whether you're a beginner or a professional, definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. Leading off the second hour... For their quarterly visit on the show, the creator of Hey Grill Hey, one of the most recognizable and popular names in the space right now and has been for the past number of years. We're a little less than two weeks away from Thanksgiving, so we will get you all dialed in on that. We'll also talk about a few other live fire things that are going on as well. We race to the hotline and welcome back friend of the show, Susie Bullock. Hey, Susie. 
Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. As always, <laughs> this has to be a very busy time of the year for you. I had asked Jess Pryles a month or two ago. I would love to get your take on this as well. Your living pretty much is devising recipes and teaching people how to cook, which means if you're going to do something new or bring something new to the table recipe-wise for a holiday, like we're going to be having Thanksgiving in a week and a half or so, you have to do this in advance. So A, yeah. what does a holiday ramp up look like for you in that regard? And then secondarily, like Jess said, for Christmas, they're, uh, they're Chinese food eaters. They're not even traditional eaters. So will you be eating something other than Thanksgiving because you're like all turkeyed out from all the recipe creation or will you do a standard Thanksgiving? I mean, the planning ahead is a real, real thing. I think we have had two whole turkeys. I think we've done four or five turkey breasts this year. We've done wings. We've done all everything. <laughs> we've done brines. So I think we have had maybe like two complete Thanksgiving dinners already. Uh, just between recipe development, recipe testing, and filming videos for the YouTube channel. And so by the time Thanksgiving comes around, we are kind of like, yay, tur turkey and stuffing. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> but we usually travel and we eat with family. And that's, I mean, they haven't had three Thanksgivings. Mm -hmm. And so to them, it's like, oh, I've looked forward to this all year. Everybody's very thrilled about it. Um, and so we, we partake again, <laughs> but I will say it removes some of the like specialness of the food because it's been, the food's been done, but I mean, the family memories and gathering around the table, those are always amazing regardless of what's being served. So we're happy to be there. So because of who you are, are you put in that position of Susie's going to cook with us, whether you're traveling or not? Or are you from a family that is like, hey, we can all cook. Susie, you sit down, watch the ball game, have a beer, and, and we got this. It's been a mix. Usually, I mean, my family, we have a pretty big family on both sides, both my husband's side and my side. And so we always grew up with kind of the potluck style of Thanksgiving anyway. So I don't think anybody's really ever done like the whole meal at home. Uh, everybody kind of brings something. And this year we are traveling. So I believe we are bringing pies, hmm. <laughs> which I think this is the first year I haven't brought like an entree or a smoked turkey or a smoked side in a long time. I, I would say at least five or six years. So it'll be funny. Todd's like, are you like copping out of Thanksgiving this year? You signed up to bring pie. And I was like, I think so. I think I think I accidentally opted out of Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's right, Todd. We're post COVID. Give Susie a break for crying out loud. Give me a break. So, all right. So, so let's dig into ties. it, right? Let's <laughs> dig into that. Where does Thanksgiving rank in eating holidays for you? Uh, I think it used to be my favorite holiday. Uh, it was certainly one we would. I don't know if you guys did this as children, but we would strategize the best time to eat a meal before the Thanksgiving meal. So generally we would eat like earlier afternoons. We wouldn't do like a full dinner, wait until the evening to have Thanksgiving dinner. We'd usually eat around two or three. Mm -hmm. So we would plan like, okay, if we eat a really big breakfast at about seven, it'll stretch our stomachs out. And then by the time it's two o'clock, we'll have passed the lunch hunger and be prepared to just gorge at the three o'clock dinner time mm. deadline. 
So we would, uh, it, it was a, it was a big deal. I've always loved Thanksgiving. I've always loved food holidays in general. So I would say it still ranks pretty highly just because of the nostalgia and the family and the memories. But I will say the food has kind of like, I, I mean, it's Thanksgiving is so unique because you are putting out dishes and you are cooking things that you really don't cook the rest of the year. Mm. And so having already done it three times, it's kind of like, okay, that's like the specialness of the actual food and the actual meal is kind of disintegrated a little bit, but actually gathering around with family is still just as amazing. So Susie Bullock joining us here on the show, HeyGrillHey.com and also on social media at HeyGrillHey. So what gives with this turkey? It comes around in November. Everybody claims it's (laughs) delicious. And I've said for years on the show that this coming year is going to be the year that I routinely eat turkey. I end up being a liar, and the next time I eat turkey is typically right around Thanksgiving. Now, if by chance I go through a really good barbecue restaurant, they probably have some kind of smoked turkey, which is always really great when it's done great. But outside of that, I'm not really cooking it too much at home, and it's like I feel shame because every year, A, I say I want to do it more, but I don't. What what do you think the deal is with that? Is it just that quickly off the radar? Some people will double up on Christmas and do a turkey as well. But outside of that, as soon as the yep. new year turns, you're waiting 11 more months. Uh, I mean, maybe for some, we eat turkey all the time. And I would say, <laughs> surprisingly, I think because maybe we do a lot of like the beef and the pork and, you know, maybe some of the heavier meats. Turkey is actually a pretty regular staple for us. And in Utah, we have one of the largest turkey farms in the United States. And so we have really great turkey products available pretty much year round. And Todd loves a smoked turkey. He mm. has got his seasoning. He's a salt and pepper guy. He butter bastes those turkey breasts. Um, and he loves them all of the time. He'll make smoked turkey just the whole breast and then slice that for sandwiches instead of buying like the store-bought deli turkey meat. Mm. And so it's something that we we certainly cook year round. And I would consider it you know, a pretty classic part of our barbecue arsenal. Um, but I can see why other people don't, I think really availability and visibility on the butcher counter and on the shelves contributes a lot to that. Because if you had beautiful, big Turkey breasts out year round that were fresh and ready to go, like you would probably cook them a lot more frequently, but generally they're relegated to the freezer section, which isn't on display most of the time. Mm -hmm. And what you have the option for on the shelves is ground Turkey. Uh, and that's really I mean, I know some grocery stores do have things like turkey wings and legs year round, but I would say it's less common to be sold year round. And so I think that contributes a lot to people not cooking it all of the time is, you know, it's not getting that that eyeballs on the product in the store shelves. Do you agree with people saying this holiday is more about tradition versus the turkey tasting really good? They're not really craving it and it's not like ribs or well-cooked brisket, you know, some of these other traditional barbecue meats or a steak or a prime yeah. rib that it's just kind of, the turkey's kind of bland, but it's everything else that encompasses the holiday that they feel more magical about. I think maybe that was the case 30, 40 years ago when the only turkey recipes you could get were from a magazine. And of course they were styled beautifully, but people were still relying on the pop-up timers. There really wasn't the accuracy of instant rate thermometers that we have now. There really wasn't uh, a lot of development in the turkey space because again, I do think it was a once a year 
It was a big deal once a year, but I don't know. I think there are so many more people working to make better food than there were a long time ago. It really was limited to restaurants or print magazines. Maybe, you know, there were a few cooking television shows, but now everyone has access to social media. Everyone's a recipe tester or creator or developer if they want to be. So I just think you know, by and large, more people care about creating a really great turkey. And I think more information is available to creating a really great turkey than there ever has been, whether that's a wet brine or a dry brine or spatchcocking. These were just techniques that weren't seen a long time ago. So I do think, you know, there was the tradition, but I think nowadays, like the turkey can not just be the visual star, it can be like the flavor star of the table too. And when people taste a really good turkey, it's they get excited <laughs> because I think they were used to, you know, yeah, it's a turkey. Okay, we, we made the turkey, good for us. But now like when somebody gets that really great bite of really delicious turkey, it is a turning point in their minds like, oh, this is, this is a thing. Like this is the centerpiece of the meal. What are your favorite ways to do turkey? Um, I love a wet brine and I love a wet brine that packs a punch and adds a little bit of flavor because I think it brings something different to the table. So I have an apple cider brine on my website that is delicious and I usually make it every year. It is one of my favorite turkey flavors and then it's traditionally low and slow smoked. So it has that really nice dark burnished skin. Um, and that that's probably my favorite. Uh, if you were to ask Todd, his most favorite is I have a spatchcocked and it's literally salt and pepper and butter mm -hmm. and smoked at 275. So the skin's a little bit crispier. Uh, it has a stronger butter flavor and that turkey is really coming through. You're tasting turkey. Um, so I think, I think those are our two favorites at our house. They're the ones that when we're cooking the turkey for the Thanksgiving meal, those are the ones that we go to. When you're picking your turkey, uh, what are you looking for? Are you, uh, I don't know what the term fresh means, but are you picking a non-frozen turkey, <laughs> let's say it that way, or do you not really care too much you'll get a frozen turkey? If I plan to brine, I will pick a fresh unbrined turkey because you don't want to brine a pre-brined turkey. And most frozen turkeys in the grocery store do come pre-brined. They're injected with a certain percentage solution of saline or stock uh, this does a couple of things. It pre-brines the bird for you. So you can say, wow, that was a really great Butterball or Norbest or whatever the brand is um, because it's kind of their brand affinity to pre-brine and they want you to have a juicier turkey and brining really does help with that. It also uh, ups their dollar per pound because the saline solution gets sold with the turkey. <laughs> and so you're paying for salt water, but it does save you a brining step if it's pre-brined. So I think it just depends on what you want to cook. We'll usually buy the frozen and pre-brined when we're just doing the salt and pepper and butter that Todd likes. And it saves us a brining step. If I'm going to be brining the turkey, I will buy a fresh non-brined turkey. But I would say the most important thing I look for is actually weight. I think if you're doing a smoked turkey that's cooking at 225, mm -hmm. you don't want to buy a turkey that's over 15 pounds. Generally, it takes too long for your turkey to get in and out of the danger zone. You want that to happen in under four hours, which is that 40 to 140 degree temperature window uh, to prevent any you know excessive foodborne bacteria to grow while it's on your smoker and anything bigger 
then a 15 pound turkey generally takes a little bit too long to get out of that danger zone window. So if I need to feed more people, we'll do two turkeys, but I am generally looking for the turkey under 15 pounds if I plan to smoke. I remember talking with somebody who was really wise in the live fire world 12 or 13 years ago, and I had recounted a story growing up where my mom cooked like a 27 pound turkey. I don't even know how the hell she got it in the <laughs> oven, but it was a monster. And so I was regaling this uh, person with a story. Maybe it was either Meathead, maybe it was Stephen Reichland. And he said, you know, that's it's great and it's, it's very iconic, blah, blah, blah. But don't ever do that. Uh, get two 12-pound no. turkeys. If you're going to cook a 23 or 24, 25-pound turkey, get two 12-pound turkeys. They're going to cook evenly. Absolutely. It's going to be better, blah, blah, blah. And so we've always uh, lived by that principle, although I can still see that behemoth going into the oven if I close my <laughs> eyes and remember it. Um, so you, um, two, was it two years ago, a deli here in Cleveland told me about heritage breed turkeys. Now, I've heard of heritage breed pork, of course. Is this something that you're familiar with and have you tried it? And we're talking, you know, not 89 cents a pound like you get for Butterball. This is like five bucks a pound. Right. So, you know, at a 15 pound turkey, you're talking about some serious money. (laughs) So a couple of years ago, I actually did have access to some really beautiful, fresh, never frozen heritage breed turkeys. Uh, We got them delivered to our butcher. He ordered them for us. And again, it was like that four to five dollar a pound price point. It was certainly no, you know, Butterball or Kroger name brand (laughs) turkey that was in the freezer aisle. These were really, really fresh. And it was absolutely amazing to work with that kind of product and do a little bit of a side-by-side comparison. And I will say it was a very delicious turkey. And I think if you're somebody that's excited about the idea of heritage breed meat, I think if you're excited about the idea of having a never frozen turkey and you have a little extra cash, that might be a worthy investment for you and really fun for you to try. Uh, I think for a majority of people, they're going to buy grocery store turkeys. And you you can make an absolutely phenomenal and delicious turkey from the grocery store. I, I mean, it's the same, like you said, with pork breeds. It's the same with beef breeds. Like, is it phenomenal? Is it amazing? Is it unique? Is it different? Absolutely. Are you going to cook that every single day? Probably not because your pocketbook can't afford it. <laughs> and it's not its not really a super sustainable way for most American households to shop and to cook. Um, but doesn't mean you can't turn out really delicious food from other grades of meat and other cuts of meat. It's totally possible. So I think it's fun to try if you have the budget and the time and that's something that's exciting to you. Uh, sidewise, what do you like and, and what will you be making, do you think? Or what will you be eating? Oh my gosh. So my favorite side, I do believe, is my sweet potato casserole. It has a candied bacon streusel on top of it. Mm. And so it's like a little bit sweet, but not too sweet. And it's got some savory and crunchy elements to it. So I think it's a really welcome addition to a Thanksgiving plate. Because you got to have a little bit of everything, right? You got to have the turkey. You got to have the roll. You got to have the mashed potatoes and gravy. And all of those things pull savory. And all of those things pull a little bit heavy. So to have a sweet potato dish that is just a little bit sweeter, a little bit oppositional to the other flavors you have going on the plate is awesome. We are also, my dad has the absolute best cranberry sauce and he's been making it the whole time I can remember him being alive. It's actually years and years ago when eBooks, people made eBooks, like recipe eBooks. <laughs> I, I created they, I a recipe eBook. Yeah. 
Do they? Okay. Um, I haven't made one in a long time because I was like, I'm just going to post these on the website because I don't know how to sell eBooks. Uh, but I have an eBook that I made. It was holiday recipes for your pellet grill because that was, you know, things that people were cooking a lot on at the time. And I included my dad's cranberry sauce in that ebook. So if you happen to have a copy, or I think they might still be for sale on my website somewhere. <laughs> um, but he has it has a an orange liqueur, and it's just the most phenomenal cranberry sauce. And so that always has to be on the Thanksgiving table. And then we are a pie family. So oh. many, many kinds of pies. What's the favorite for pie? Thanksgiving. What's your favorite pie? <sighs> I am a fruity pie person, not so much like a pecan pie or a pumpkin pie. So I'll like a lemon, mm. a lemon cream pie, raspberry cream pie. That's my jam. Not related to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Was it a week and a half ago? Uh, you were in St. Louis doing a TV shoot yes. with barbecue icon Stephen Reichlin. How does that come about? Uh... I got an email that said, would you like to cook with Stephen Reichlin? You weren't just tooling through the streets of St. Louis and you saw you. He's like, hey, Susie, come on over here. I got a TV show. You guys are here. (laughs) I'm here. Right. Let's do this. No, it was a coordinated effort, (laughs) but it was super fun. It was great to be uh, the female guest on the the show that day. Mm. And we got to make one of my favorite desserts. It is a skillet bacon apple crisp with a salted caramel sauce, a salted bourbon caramel sauce. Mm. And Stephen uh, contributed a smoked whipped cream that he topped it with, and it was really, really, really yummy. It was fun. What do you think about this Stephen Reichlin? It's first time interacting with him, or have you, uh, <laughs> have you known him for a while and, and had occasion to speak with him otherwise? Yeah, I actually met him several years ago. Uh, He was on a book tour for one of his cookbooks that he had just published. And he came to Utah and was at the Thermoworks headquarters. And he did a couple of, you know, cooking segments for the local news stations. And then Thermoworks hosted a just backyard style rib cook off. It wasn't like a KCBS sanctioned event or anything. And they asked me to come and judge because I lived in Utah. I knew the people at Thermoworks. So I got to go judge the event. And I actually have a picture of sitting next to Stephen Reichlin and judging ribs. And he does not remember me. But he does remember the event. And (laughs) which is fine. It's fine. Um, But he signed my cookbook because I got a copy of his cookbook. And so we had, you know, had a couple of occasions to interact. And truly, even on the cooking show, he is a walking encyclopedia of food knowledge. I think um, he's been in the barbecue and grilling world for so long that he has really collected information and collected recipes and collected techniques. And um, he just can pull out that information at the drop of a hat. I mean, we were using nutmeg in the apple crisp and he has three different stories about nutmeg and turns out he read a whole book about nutmeg and so he just knows more about nutmeg than i will ever know in my entire life and i think that is such a valuable skill for a television host to have because you never know when you're going to have to fill time you never know what tidbits are going to be interesting to add and i think all of those things make your viewers more educated as well and he's he's just so happy and willing to share all of his barbecue knowledge with everybody at school. Uh, anything you'd like to promote or let us in on before I let you go tonight? 
Uh, sure. We're doing Black Friday sales this year. We're doing them a little bit early, like most people are, because I think, you know, shipping was crazy last year. I think it will be crazy again this year. Yeah. So you might be able to find stuff in stock, but if there aren't truck drivers and, and employees to sort and deliver your product, you're not going to get the two-day shipping, even though UPS will charge you for two-day shipping. You, you probably won't get it. So we're we're running our specials a little bit early. We just launched a five-pack barbecue bundles. So we have all five of our sauces and all five of our small rubs for $29.99, which is a huge discount. Yeah. And I think really the perfect price point for gifting or putting under the tree for your very own self if you would like to try all of our flavors. And then next week, we are rolling out a couple of fun discounts as well so stay on top of things and visit heygrillhay.com or follow them socially at heygrillhay uh Susie, always appreciate the time here this evening please pass my happy thanksgiving regards to todd the rest of the family and uh, hopefully we can redo this again next year for quarterly visits I mean, yeah, any, uh, just one last thing. If you guys are still looking for Thanksgiving recipes, we have so many, like there is nothing that you would like to make that we don't have a recipe for either on the website or on the Hey Grill Hey app. And we want you guys to have a really, really successful holiday. So take the tried and true recipe course. Um, and then let me know if you have any questions. We're available. Thanks, Susie. See ya. There she is right there. Susie Bullock. Hey Grill Hey. Go to the website, get your recipes, get your whole thing straightened out before Thanksgiving comes upon us here a week from this coming Thursday. That is heygrillhay.com, or as she said, get the app. It's free. You have access to all the recipes there as well. Or just go nuts and join the Grill Squad as well. Why not get somebody a membership of the Grill Squad for Christmas this year? All right, we have Nick Bauer in the green room via Clubhouse. We'll get to him here in just one second. I'll talk to you quickly about Yoder Smokers. They design and build all of their products right here in the States. Building pride through craftsmanship, world-class customer service. That's the backbone of how they've built the company. This approach translates into what can be a truly bespoke style product that elevates gatherings and friends with family and an honored and trusted place in the backyards of America. From pellet grills to wood-fired offset pits and charcoal grills, consistent blue ribbon flavor has become synonymous with the Yoder Smokers' names. Make no mistake, Yoder Smokers' flavor-driven design is unique to each style of pit, and their team has developed their cookers to perform time and time again while lasting the competition for generations to come. It's this generational thought that's rooted in the handmade products and defines the integrity of the core values. American-made quality and endless flavor are the benchmarks of Yoder Smokers. Visit Yodersmokers.com and grab yours today. That's Yodersmokers.com. We're back with Nick Bauer of Primo Grills right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield.com. Get tips and tricks from world champ pitmasters like Chris Lilly, Darren Worth, Erno Cervantes, and Charles Cridlin. Mouthwatering flavor, no artificial ingredients. Smithfield fresh pork is quite simply some of the finest pork money can buy. Trusted choice of world champion pitmasters for use in competitions 
and at home. That's smithfield.com. Coming out of the bullpen tonight is the president of Primo Grills, a leader in ceramic grill manufacturing and faithful sponsor of this show, here to bring us up to speed on some long-awaited new accessories for the Primo Cooker is none other than friend of show Nick Bauer. Hey, Nick. Hey, how's it going, Greg? I am absolutely fabulous, Nick. Appreciate you making time for the show, as always. And a number of different things to talk about here. Are you uh, are you being tracked down by rabid dogs, Nick? Should we be concerned? Apparently, when I said hi to you, the dogs thought I was saying hi to someone at the front door. So, um, sorry about that. Well-trained. Hey. Well-trained. We like that. And and uh, so my dog's named after my, my, my main business, Empire. So we joke that, that my next dog is is go- is going to be called Primo. So Absolutely. that may just happen here in a year or two. And that would probably be like a mastiff of some kind. So it's you know you got <laughs> you got to have the size to match the name Primo. That's a, a really definitive name. Um, actually, my wife wants a smaller dog that we're going to name Primo. So it may be about a 20, 20 pound mini. Uh, golden doodle but uh it'll 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 be black at least but yes the the size may not match the name (laughs) no doubt about it nick bauer joining me here on the show uh nick steven reichlin was in your backyard for the past couple weeks i don't know if you uh, a knew that and if you did were you uh, able to go down and check it out perhaps uh maybe start some kind of a relationship with him yeah so the extent of my knowledge of that is when our local newspaper wrote an article about it a couple days ago when when I was on vacation in Miami actually so no I completely completely and utterly missed that and it's kind of ironic because someone in his I'm guessing his agent or someone in his circle has been talk, talking to me the last few weeks about being a part partner with him but apparently they didn't do too much research on where we're located because he didn't mention he was in town and and we could have done lunch for 10 days but uh you know so be it (laughs) in the most ominous irony ever he's in your hometown you said you were in miami uh yeah he literally went from martha's vineyard back to his home in miami like uh, two days ago you can believe it or not (laughs) what are the chances I landed into St. Louis last night from Miami at about seven thirty. So my uh, my wife is thirty one weeks pregnant. So this is our last Whoa. trip before our first child. So we had a nice little five night trip down in Miami, and and she was wondering. She's from Argentina, so she, as we're landing into the cold last night, she's wondering why we live in St. Louis. But you know, <laughs> so be it. <laughs> that's where the business is, no doubt. Uh, that's, that's do we, do we know what is. we're having, Nick? We're having a little girl. We actually had our ultrasound today so i got photos of her face and everything so it's been a been a pretty crazy uh nice you know last six seven hours welcome to the club the girls club i had three of them and stopped at three because i knew three was uh, three was me so (laughs) now uh if i may i don't want to overstep any bounds here but for names maybe we're looking at prima how about that you know what i'm talking about yeah she did give me. Uh, she did say I can name her, but I do want to have a successful and happy marriage. So I'm gonna uh-huh. I'm gonna make sure something that that she comes up with that I just happen to get to name. That's right. Happy wife, happy life. Uh, Nick Bauer joining <laughs> yes, us here sir. on the show from Primo Grills. PrimoGrill.com is the website, of course. So Nick, before we get into the new accessories. Uh, the last time you were on, we were talking about what at that point was the newly released lift hinge that was going from, I, I forget exactly, it was a 30 or 35 pound 
uh, uh, lift to like eight pounds, so that was great. And yeah, then you also yeah, had yeah. the top Very and bottom uh, reman of the air dampers, uh, having the numbers and stuff, so you didn't have to worry about finger widths and pencil widths. How how are those uh, still being received in the market? Yeah, so we we started production on those around Christmas of last year, so we're going up on 11, 12 months now. Um, it's, you know, we continue, more people continue to buy them for the for their old grills you know there's we probably we probably shouldn't have made retrofit kits for the old grills and say hey if you ever grill from 1990s and 2000s this will fit because there's so much variation and especially because primo is now in their fourth factory so the three factories prior and and hundreds of different molds and different sizes so we've had a little bit of a challenge if if your grill is fairly old because there's just so much variation um you know, a lot of our co- competitors out there never offered a retrofit kit for this reason. Um, we probably got one that fits about 97, 98% of the models out there, but you always get that one guy who goes on social media when it doesn't work. And instead of calling us for help, he complains about it. So we've been, we've been working through those on a, on a case-by-case basis. But in hindsight, we probably, you know, when we, when we say one style is going to fit so much variation and so many different molds, it was probably something, but you know, but we also wanted to try, you know, we didn't want to just tell people, nope, you, you have to buy a new, a new grill for these upgrades. We didn't think that was right. Um, so it's been, um, it's, it's been fun. They've been great. And it's just trying to help the people that kind of need some help here and there. So if somebody's listening to this now, or they're listening to it over the course of the week through podcast, they have a Primo, they haven't made the upgrades is the easiest way to go to primogrill.com and do it that way? Or are they being sold through dealers or is it both? Yeah, so we prefer to run every sale through the local dealer. We're, we're, we're a family business ourselves. Our local dealers are family businesses. We really want to support the local businesses out there. We don't want to support the Walmarts or the Costco's or, or go you know, consumer direct. That's just not who we are. So we always prefer to go through the dealer. Um, if there's not a dealer... Uh, this and that, you know, reach out to us, go to our website, send us an email. Um, Majority of the time we can find someone who can help. Um, That's just the way we prefer to go to market. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about these hotly awaited and now finally arriving new accessories. Uh, I will go ahead and kind of turn it over to you and you can talk about whichever one you want to first. And while you're talking about it, I will flash the pictures that you sent me so everybody on the video side can see what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I actually didn't even know that I figured this was going to be another video again. So I shaved and, you know, put on a nice shirt and everything. So, you know, I just, <laughs> but it's, it's all good. It's, 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 it's probably better that I'm not on the video. Um, yeah. So I, I've, I kind of talked about this on, on my past couple of visits, you know, when we looked at acquiring the company and actually, it was two years ago, two weeks ago. So it was November 1st of 2019. I forgot we just had our two-year anniversary. Uh, there's like the three or four product upgrades that we mentioned, the top, you know, the chimney, the hinge, the bottle gaskets, you know, these little things. And there's just, you know, the accessories are out there, the rotisseries, the pizza insert. Um, we've, now we have oval, oval drip pans. We have a a Primo Life uh, temp c- controller coming with apps. So there's, you know, it's pretty clear that 
you know, between three or four upgrades and five to eight different accessories um, was a vast majority of of what people were asking for. In fact, I did a I did a poll on one of the Facebook pages probably eighteen months ago, and we've printed out that poll. And as it wasn't polls, just asking people questions. And as we've kind of come up with things, we've checked checked off the list. Like the oval drip pans directly came from one guy mentioning on the Facebook page 18 months ago and then like six other guys saying, yeah, that's a great idea. Um, and then we bought them and they showed up built wrong four months ago. So they had to build them again and ship them again. So that's been like a 13 month process. Uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's pretty basic stuff. It's not crazy stuff. It's not like new, new the world, but quite honestly, live fire cooking isn't really new the world. And, um, so it's it's pretty it's all stuff that I've personally tested myself at my house, especially when COVID hit and we we're locked down and a lot of people would just come to my house on the weekends and we we were just testing stuff and so it's stuff I I've personally have used. So I just showed a picture of the drip pan. So this would go uh, underneath the grill grate and it is then sitting above where the charcoal basket would be or the, the yeah. Charcoal so bowl. basically. You know, uh, the the knock on something like this is, why do I need this? I buy them for 50 cents or a dollar and I throw them away. You know, so you can do a couple things with these. First of all, they're they're, they're made out of thick steel, so they're going to last. Um, and you can you can put water in them so you can steam. You know, you can you can just do a lot of different things. You, you can you can use them as de- deflector plates if if you want. Or, you know, there's just there's just a lot of different ways you can use them and, and they're going to last. The next thing that I see is the rib and chicken holder. I'm going to flash a picture up here. Was this a another customer-driven thing, or is this something that was in-house? <laughs> yeah, you know, this is where I should come up with a better story. But, you know, occasionally <laughs> when you when you sit around during COVID on a long weekend and all you're cooking and having some drinks, you know, you get a little bored. So I was just sitting on Amazon just coming up with just, hey, just doing random grill accessories and <laughs> What looks cool and this and that, and uh, and there's one out there that was circle, so of course I bought it and we used it and you know a couple weeks later and then we had like six racks because it's six seven racks of racks of ribs, this one whole chicken in the middle, wow. so it, it fed the entire. In fact, I think we threw away like half the ribs because we didn't even need them. Um, so instead of just having you know circle, you know this we we made it oval, so it only fits our our oval uh, X XL and large because. Obviously, you know, oval is who what makes Primo Primo. So, you know, not all accessories we're going to make are going to come for the round. And I'm sorry, but that's kind of just a marketing strategy we have. And it's it's just it's one size fits both those models. Um, if you want to have a massive party and six racks of ribs and a and a beer can chicken, this is your thing. Would you say that this would, in essence, double what your traditional uh, rib capacity would be in one of those cookers? I don't know about, you know, if you follow any of the photos online, guys can come up with ways to put a lot of ribs on there. Um, I normally only do about three or four. Um, it definitely makes it easier and you can clean it and you can manage and you can do different things to it. Um, that, that also the bottom of that also is a, is a whole drip pan too. So you see the oval drip pans that we have are half drip pans. Well, if you buy this, the bottom of that entire thing can be used as a whole drip, drip, drip pan as well. Um, so there's multiple different 
you know, uses for that besides just using the chicken. You could also put it in the bottom and do a brisket on top of it or something. So it's kind of a two-function thing. Uh, the last accessory I'm seeing is the one that we talked about the last time you are on, which was that pizza oven. So how does this fit into the Primo itself? Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a wedge. So you put it in between the top and the bottom. Um, this is what I talk about. It's really, really meant for, you know, if you're just doing one pizza for uh, for your wife that night, I recommend getting the, the, the Fredstone. It's a, one of our pizza stones we have. The website's thefredstone.com. It's one of the few things we do ship consumer direct as well through our dealers. But if, like you, like if you have your daughter, your three daughters over and they have four friends over each, you got 10 or 15 people there and you're trying to do four or five pizzas. This means you don't have to lift up the top. So you just, you just pull, you just pull, pull, pull down the bottom to put the pieces in, in and out. So you're not losing that massive, um, heat when every time you open up the top. So it's, I've done about three pizzas, but, um, honestly we cooked so much other food when we cooked that we didn't really want to eat more than three pizzas. Um, but if you read any of the reviews online of any of the competitive ones, or you know, they all say if you're doing one pizza, it doesn't make sense for one pizza. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing multiple pizzas in a short period of time, it, it, it really, 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 really does help. Do you find when you're using this that you should be on any certain numbers of the dampers, or are you looking to keep the stone at a, at a certain temperature or the grill at an operating temperature to ensure? I would assume folks are doing the Neapolitan-style pies on this kind of a thing. Yeah, you know, you guys, that they want to burn it at 800 degrees. You know, all us in the competition and all of these things say don't get above 700 degrees because that's when the tops start falling off because the metal starts getting loose. Um, you know, you're 500, 600. These guys who, well, I want to do it 800, and then, ah, it's poor quality. My metal thing, yeah, because you're not supposed to do it that high. So uh, we obviously researched the the competition that's out there and sure enough right on the front of the competitive unit it says cannot exceed 700 degrees so we put the same thing on ours uh and it makes sense why you put it there nick as far as availability uh, i know when we were talking about trying to set up this segment we were constantly kind of pushing it back just because it wasn't in so where are we at uh, from an inventory and availability standpoint yeah so all this stuff is in stock in in our warehouse we haven't necessarily launched it to our dealers or put it out there to consumers. Um, we're creating some internal house videos, some kind of, you know, so the, the video manuals per se, so it's not a piece of paper. Um, and we'll be rolling out that content over the next couple of weeks. So it'll be, you know, you'll see it in your showrooms and dealers and price lists here in the next up you know by thanksgiving to 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 year, year end um there's not a massive rush to be shipping this stuff right now because it's everything else is also you know sales are still really crazy good so <laughs> trying to just keep up in production and focus on that but you'll see us if you're on the primo mailing list and if you're not go go to our web website and you can join the primo mailing list and that's where you'll see all of the updates and the new product announcements and things like that uh, nick anything else you'd like to promote or tease us with before i let you go tonight no i mean it's 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 been a great two years and appreciate your support and the and the consumers that are out there and and you know i 
I read most of our consumer emails that come to the website because we're so still short staff from COVID. So I've been doing the consumer emails. So if anyone has any ideas or suggestions, you can, you can find me on Facebook at Primo Nick, or you can just send an e- email to the website and just mention my name and they'll forward it to me. Um, we're always looking for feedback and ideas and improvements and, um, you know, definitely 95% of what we learn, we, we learn from, from having such a direct relationship with with our customers and and we absolutely love it uh nick bauer is the president over at primo grills and that is primogrill.com check out the website see what's happening find a dealer near you so you can go visit one in person uh nick really appreciate the time tonight and the support of this show which i certainly appreciate and believe it or not we just had some J.O. volleyball tryouts this past weekend, so the little one made another team, and it appears that we will be back in St. Louis next year. So when we get out there, I'll touch base in advance and make sure you're going to be in town and uh, available yeah. to meet up. would love to do that again. Uh, but otherwise, have a great Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you again soon. Awesome. Yeah, well, let's hope it's when the Cardinals are in town and we can check out a game. Yes, but, all, right. Uh, all right, but thank you so much. You got Cheers. it. There he is, uh, Nick Bauer, right there. Get on the list, the email list, and make sure that you are, if you have a primo, that you are ready to rock and roll and get the pizza oven insert and the, the, uh, what is that thing called? The rib rack and the, chicken thing yeah and the half drip pan of course we thank nick bauer once more let me talk to you quickly about yukon glory the grill and serve set an absolute revolution when it comes to the landscape of grilling baskets because i hate grilling baskets otherwise one because i have to wear some kind of heat resistant glove to move it off the cooker two It gets grease and oil all over my table and counter, and I'm a clean freak, and I hate that. What's a gal to do? Enter the great product from Yukon Glory called the Grill and Serve Set. Patented design fixes everything. The set includes three stainless steel grill baskets, which are moved by a clip-on handle that seamlessly grips the interior of the basket for easy lifting and dropping. The set also has a large custom-fitted stainless steel serving tray to catch any drips that allow for beautiful table presentation. But perhaps in my case, also it leaves you a clean table when you're done. What could you cook in these things? Everything. Veggies, seafood, wings, tacos, meats of all types. Where do you buy it? Everywhere. Amazon, Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's, Target, of course, UConnGlory.com. If you go to UConnGlory.com, drop the code 10CENTRAL at checkout. Get 10% off all of your orders all the time. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Yukon Glory or visit the website yukonglory.com. We're back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. Be right back. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. And this portion being brought to you by Vortec Watch Company, a small batch custom watch manufacturing and vintage restoration company located in northern Colorado. They take antique American pocket watches and turn them into wristwatches just like this one. Their mission, preserve and enhance the legacy of manufacturing excellence in America. In order to do that, they combine traditional and cutting-edge technology to create unique 
quality functional timepieces with exceptional value. Here's the coolest part. Each watch that Vortic makes is unique and one of a kind. Vortic founded on the motto that America wasn't assembled. It was built. Check out VorticWatches.com. By the way, if you're really into military-style watches, and I think they literally have five of the 50 left, but over Veterans Day, they launched their military uh, watch that they do every year. These were originally in uh, a bomber plane, I believe, from like World War II, something like that. Uh, more expensive than you would find normally, but uh, A, $500 of each watch go to veterans' charities, and these watches are incredible. They come with really cool, uh, like a the watch box itself. They come with additional straps. So go to VorticWatch.com, and then I believe there's a link that says military, and check out what they have there. And I would be shocked if you didn't fall in love with these. They're incredibly cool very limited every year. I think this is the third year that they've done this. So check them out. And again, like literally three, maybe four left, if that, because this was earlier today. So let's go ahead and make tracks all the way back in the first hour. Stephen Reichlin from BarbecueBible.com. Then we had Amber Glanville from PitBarrelCooker.com announcing the new WSM hanging accessory. So if you have a WSM and you would like a pit barrel type experience with the hanging, get that 60 bucks. It's in stock. Get it for Christmas or whatever holiday it is that you celebrate. Also, ngrainusa.com, which is that cutting board that we were talking about. That's going to get you praises, believe me. Second hour, Susie Bullock, Hey Grill Hey, heygrillhay.com. They have some specials coming out for Black Friday and the cyber stuff and so just be on the lookout at heygrillhay.com for a bunch of great info and deals and then closing it out Nick Bauer primogrill.com with the new accessories that are going to be hitting the shelves here shortly so get on their list to know when that is going to be happening for a dealer near you big show planned for you next week we're going to be closing out the month Derek Riches will be on we'll be talking about that book that we gave away earlier this show congratulations to Jose Martinez on winning the ornament the smoker ornament will be passed down for generations. Plenty of other guests as well. Embedded correspondents are also slated in. So how do I always leave you? September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving, but we'll wait. I'll wish you that next Tuesday before we get there. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. September 11th, 2001. I will never forget until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. It's Sam the Cooking Guy, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Some call him a fool. Some even call him a douchebag. But I say Greg Rempe is the greatest thing to happen to barbecue since caveman.